What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Survivor Now podcast. We've made it to the merge of season 44, or if you can call it the merge. It's the mergatory once again, but we are here to break it all down. And what ended up being a pretty simple elimination tonight just got a little chaotic there at the end. We know how Survivor is, but as always, I can't do this show alone. So I am joined by the man who's been here since the beginning. Will, how are you doing tonight, Will? I'm doing great. I'm on spring break in Survivor Zone. Oh, wow. oh, spring break. Okay. We I didn't know this was your spring break week. So that's yeah. why that's why you're staying up past your bedtime. Hey. <laughs> I, had, I had to take the shot at it. No, okay. We're also joined uh by Josh Verlin. Josh, how are you doing? I know you just finished the episode. You got caught up right in time. Yeah, I mean it's first night of Passover, so uh Seder at the family. Uh my parents' house got back at like 9.30, just watched the episode, haven't really had time to process it, and we'll do it live on air. What could, what could go wrong? Yeah, back live for the second week, and happy Passover to everyone who celebrates as well. And we have another incredible special guest. We don't truly know how old he is. We're still trying to figure that out. But from season 43 of Survivor, we are joined by Sammy. Sammy, how are we doing today? Doing good, man. Um, I have this ID of somebody else that I used to get into the bars. And so, according to this ID, I am 27. So, doing pretty oh, good. Wow. So, that's the story we're going with the rest of the episode is 27. Sammy, I, I was going to introduce you with your last name as well, but I feel like I would always butcher it. So, I, Can I need to let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah. I was going to say Layati. I was going to say Layati. Josh, Josh got it right. You definitely butchered it, Randy, but that's okay. It's really I I to be I fair, to- I, I have the built-in advantage of like meeting like several thousand new basketball players every season. So I feel like I've gotten to pronounce pretty much every name under the sun. And I have the advantage of butchering every I mean, didn't I just call Jam Jam last week Yam Yam after we've talked about that? Like, we all do. Six weeks in a row or whatever. But yeah, so I knew that was going to. So it's Layati. Okay, I like, that. I like that. Okay, I'll remember that for next time now. But as <laughs> always, if you guys are watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. We are bringing tons of content and there's a lot of great videos coming up. We will talk about that at the end of the into the episode if you're listening on spotify also make sure to follow the podcast and leave us a rating preferably a five but we can't force that so uh whatever you guys want to leave so we have a lot to talk about tonight gentlemen and let's let's get right into the fact that our winner picks pretty much josh myself and abraham who is missing this week uh went home and i mean i have to say it again i basically said that At the beginning of the season, I predicted Josh to be one of the greatest players of all time, and he was far from it. I have never been so wrong in my in my life. But we see him go home, and and I'm interested to hear if anyone actually thought this vote was going a different direction because I thought the entire time it was going to be Josh. Sammy, because you're our guest today, we'll start with you, man. What do you think of uh, Josh's elimination tonight? You know, man, I um. It, it was disappointing because I went into it, you know, we all as viewers, I think this was a very interesting couple weeks of Survivor to where as a viewer last week, we thought it was going to be Josh and then it carried over into the next week. It's happened before to where 
you know, the target is the same every week. But it was unique in this sense of, like, we are basically just delayed Josh's elimination by a week yeah. because Matthew was evacuated. And so um, I can only say, though, you know, I'm not disappointed that that was the move that was made within the game. It's more from a viewer's standpoint. But understanding how the game works, I think that there's very good reason to believe that Josh may have been more of a threat than we were seeing on TV, that you could, that people could have been thinking differently. Because I remember uh, we did the same thing. You know, we voted Janine out at 11. And to the viewer, that was like the obvious vote. But I know a lot of the people on the island thought she was a huge threat in a number of different ways. I just personally, you know, I thought that um, I thought that it was interesting that everything started to go towards Jam Jam and then flip back to Josh at whatever point that it did. So that was a that was a little interesting. I will yeah. say I thought very briefly Kane was going because I think it, I think it would have made sense to keep Josh in a way because one Josh is an open book, right? He tries not to be, but. Most people, for the for the most part, you know, I saw we saw something different at the feast, but like people pretty much knew he didn't have the idol and had no one in the game because everyone was throwing him. Carolyn knew he didn't have the idol Carolyn and it didn't seem to help whatsoever. And same with Jam Jam, right? Um, maybe if Jam Jam was at the feast to like help confirm, it would whatever. And I think it would have been great to keep Jam Jam and Josh actively fighting against each other for the entire time. Get out someone like Kane who's not really close with anyone. And, you know, further yourself in the game. I think that would have been a great move. I, I don't know what happened on the island. I don't know why people just assume Josh was this, like, amazing player, you know. And that idea kind of carried over with Randy preseason, where Randy thought he was the greatest player of all time. Um, but am I, I, I kind of wish Kane went. <coughs> I like Kane, but I, I just wanted to see more of the Josh and Jam Jam drama. Because it was, it was so good. Josh, why did everyone see you as a strategic threat on the island? I'm still trying to figure that out here. Look at him. <laughs> um, I was trying to think of a good comeback, and I just failed. I think Sammy had it right. I think this was a, a, an elimination that was just a week delayed, and I think it's tough when you come into the merge and of the three tribes of group, you know, tribe groups two of them are actively like, you're my number one target. And I think that's a tough spot to play out of when you don't actually have an idol. Uh, and I think it was just, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It just seemed like the whole episode, like that was where it was going to go, especially once he ended up on that losing half of the merge tribe. I do think I, I have to, you know, we got Sammy here. We got it. We got to take advantage of it. Sammy, what do you think of this, the fake merge thing? When you guys were out there with, for it against it listen man I, i'm gonna be the first to say that uh i think that uh just just based on what fans say i don't think a lot of people like earn the merge but i will say as a player it keeps you on your toes okay it keeps you on your toes and it keeps you like what the freak bro like i remember we walked past the uh we were going back you know um no just that but you know basically not having to eat not being able to eat food when other people can eat food, you know, that's a new aspect of like earn the merge that really like drives people against each other. Like, and, and so I actually personally think that it's, it's, I think that there's a little bit of tweaking that needs to happen. You know, the big challenge in the middle of earn the merge, like, I don't really know what else I would have done in that aspect, but um, I kind of like the idea because it keeps people on their toes. 
I just wanted to add to what you said earlier, uh, just right now, Josh, about Josh. And, you know, I just wanted to say the other thing that was, that was like frustrating, I guess, to, or like, you know, whatever to watch was like, not only did it feel like everything was going Josh's way, like it was like, like the vote was going to go his way. He didn't even like try to help himself. Mm-mm. Like I don't like the emotional. I, I I completely understand the the reaction, but um something that I hope we could talk about a little bit more throughout the podcast is this is a very emotional group of players, and it makes for exciting things to watch on TV. But it also makes for some head scratching moments, like when Josh is in a group of people and says, "Jam Jam, try to vote me out." Is then that right, Jam Jam? That's just a little confusing to me. I don't understand that strategy yeah. or tactic at all. You're basically putting a target on your back right away. Like, when in Survivor has it ever been a great idea to just throw someone under the bus right that, like that in front of everybody? Um, I would. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. But I, I think the interesting thing with Josh as well that you pointed out Sammy is that he didn't really fight back. I'm still not convinced that this wasn't a total blindside on Josh. I can't remember if he said it um, in his like exit confessional about, he didn't see it coming, but it never seemed with all this talk going around the camp. It never seemed that Josh even got kind of a hint that it was going to go towards him tonight. This is that's, that's very true. And it's, it's interesting that he didn't take that, that hint. Cause you know, he literally had Carolyn say to his face, I wanted to vote Josh out. Like after, after they were told they're not going to tribal, he knew he was on the bottom of the tribe. I think that Josh relied heavily upon what he could do back on the beach. Once everybody merged together. But um, yeah, man, like I said, it's just, uh, it's, it's crazy. what, What, what things could do to your mind out there. I just, what, what was the, uh, what was in the water that they're drinking? You know, was there some like, was there some like hypnosis or something? Cause like, I'm not trying to sound like rude. I just, I genuinely want like, I, I, they and, are and, all then, and, then, and then he ends up voting for Jam Jam anyways. <laughs> he ends up voting for Jam Jam after like, and so then I was like, bro, like, just what, what, the bus. what, was the what, what happened to all the other people that you told Kane? Cause guess just, what? The couple people that voted for Kane could have voted with you. If you could have fixed things like get that. I was, I don't know. So Same, I, Sammy, I wanted, to, I wanted to ask about, uh, you know, comparing season 43, 44 a little bit. You you mentioned this was a great point. You have a lot of, like, emotional players this season. Even if they're, like, like Carolyn isn't pure emotion, right? It's their strategy, but she is an emotional person. Was there anybody, because I'm looking back at 43, it doesn't seem like there was anybody that you would have to worry about. Was there anybody on the island that you were really, like, I have to keep their emotions in check because they could go off the handle? Yeah, when you say when I say emotional player, like I don't, I want to make it very clear that I am not saying that that is like, yeah. I'm that is not bad at all. I actually think it is so much more refreshing to see people being themselves. It's why season forty four is such a lovable cast of players because they're being themselves, they're being open, and there are a lot of strategic forces that are. I think every single player that's left in this game has a chance to win the game. That's mm-hmm. how that's how solid I feel about the people in season forty four. To your point yeah. about comparing the two. Uh, I felt that way with Gabler sometimes. Like, I felt like I had to maintain and manage him because if I wasn't constantly talking to him, making sure he was in on the loop of everything that was going on, that he was going to go off and freaking ruin everything. He actually did, uh, you know, during the Ellie vote, we saw that he went and told Ellie to her face, essentially, that she was a target. Don't know what that was about. But, um, yeah, so it's crazy 
Um, I do want to make that point clear, though. When I say emotion, like, it's not a bad thing. It's just, like, this is a season of you write my name down. I'm not rocking with that. That (laughs) is You know, that's that's very normal in Survivor. I think that's a very very, Mm -hmm. um, valid reason to not trust somebody. I just think that sometimes it clouds a little bit of where your strategic thinking could lie. Like Will said, I think that would have been a great idea for the group to look on the outside and be like, hey, Jam Jam and Josh clearly don't like each other. They, mm-hmm. There are two votes right there that we don't even have to worry about. Let's keep them in the game. That would have been an interesting thing to examine. But because there's this aspect of survival, like I don't want it to be me. You don't want it to be you. So let's just do what everybody else is saying. And there was that vendetta that Jam Jam and Josh had with each other. It was just interesting. I want to make a point actually really quick. I felt like it was in Jam Jam's best interest to vote Josh. But I don't think it was Josh's best interest to vote Jam Jam. No. <laughs> no. I don't know if that makes sense, but that makes sense. That I, I believe that because Jam Jam was actively being campaigned against because of Josh. But on the opposite side of that, you had I, like I, I don't know. I, I think it would have made so much more sense for them to come together in Josh. No, I, I was thinking that mm-hmm. I was also rooting for that. I'm like, come on, guys, can't you just like pull Carolyn? I was kind of hoping that they'd be able to pull Carolyn in. And also pull in maybe like Carson and get the numbers to, I kind of agree with you, Will. No, no offense to Kane. I do enjoy watching Kane play the game, but I was kind of hoping it would turn towards Kane. I will say we got a comment here from Jay talking about the mergatory, which we'll get into a little bit. Uh, Mergatory should stop. So it it, it is a a topic that some people have issues with, and we'll get into that in in a little bit. I do want to add to the Josh point though. Did anyone else find it super interesting that so we see Josh immediately pick up the lie of he's got this idol. Um, it's a real idol. And he goes on to tell a few people about this real idol. But then he turns around to Jamie and tells Jamie, it's a fake idol. I made it, which you you just have to assume she's going to go tell. If she doesn't tell everyone, she's going to tell somebody. And I was thinking in this instant, I'm like, this is starting to turn into a lie that I don't know if there's anyone who can kind of maintain the presence of who they said it was a real idol and who they said it was a fake idol to. I just thought Josh got caught up in a web of lies that if he stayed in the game, they were going to definitely catch up to him and he wouldn't know what's real and what's fake. (laughs) I think, didn't he tell Brandon as well about the, like, I know he talked to him about the idol. I don't know if he said if it was fake or what, but well, it, yeah, it caused so a lot of chaos. I, I thought that was very interesting. Like that to me was Josh just you know playing really hard, trying to keep himself in the game, which I actually respect a lot. But um, yeah, man, Web of Lies can start to kind of get to you a little bit. And he actually, yeah, he did tell Brandon that he has mm-hmm. the Soka idol, and yeah. then he told, and what he, did he tell Jamie the same thing, or did he tell Jamie he didn't have the idol? I, like that's I, what I was confused I, about. I, I, I don't that he know. Used the idol. Yeah, he, he told Jimmy to use the idol, like, essentially saying, like, I don't have any. So, that was – oh, by the way, I do want to say that. I do want to say, Jamie, um, although she, you know, thinks she has an idol that's not real, is, I think, very underrated right now. I don't I, I, don't I really agree. A yes. lot of Survivor stuff, like, to be honest. But I don't think – I don't see a lot of people talking about Jamie. But, um, you know, she's pretty cunning, man. She's pretty – she's pretty cutthroat. Like, mm-hmm. It's like a smile in your face, like with Josh, and she went back and and uh, ended up kind of blowing his spot up to her old Soka tribe mates. And oh yeah, you know, I, 
it, it's interesting how she was able to integrate herself in that group. And obviously, she, you know, she obviously won the reward, the challenge. But um, I think Jamie is is in a position to where she's starting to play a bunch of different sides that people are not really seeing. And I think that's a very mm-hmm. interesting position to be in. I think Jamie and Heidi are both playing like very strong under the radar kind of games yep. in that nobody's bringing their names up right now. And they're a little under the radar in the edit too, but that also, you know, with 10, 11 people left, that could still just be like, all right, they're going to make a, their moves in a couple episodes. We'll focus <laughs> on a couple other different people at the moment. Um, Sammy, you know, now that you're watching this season after you've played, like what's different for you when you watch it now compared to like when you were watching, you know, say 41, 42? You know, the biggest thing that's different about watching, like especially after you played, biggest thing that's different about watching it is you have a much better understanding of all of these people, right? I have a love for every single one of these people for no, like, before it was, like, root against this person, root for this person, you know, whatever. I can't do that anymore. And I don't, I just can't do that anymore because I know how much goes into it. I know the thought process. Like, I know all of that stuff. And even with Josh, you know, to us, we're, to us, like, we're sitting here talking, like, oh, why did he lie? What's that all about? But, like, again, I look at that as, like, okay, dude, he he lied to keep himself in the game. You would rather have something like that than have somebody not Give really up. care, not really try, not really do anything to keep themselves in the game. So I'm actually a really bad person for drama purposes or like for stirring things up because I just have a <laughs> the thing that, that that I take away the best from the game was I love and respect everybody's decisions out there. I don't agree with all of them, but I respect them. Like I wouldn't do some of the same things that people are doing. Like you know, like Danny and Brandon's like powwow uh, while Carolyn was like on the outside. That yeah. was appalling to me in so many different ways that like <laughs> I don't even really need to get into. But like oh, on God. a human level and a game level, that, that was, was just like really hard to watch. Was there anything you did that you were so sure like, oh, I just fucked up big time and I like didn't even make the show? You know. I like, think they showed all my blunders. Okay. Or no, it's something that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe it wasn't a blunder. Like, maybe at the time you thought, like, oh, this was a, a really bad move by me or, or this could really come back to bite me. And then it was like, oh, that, that didn't matter at all. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, when uh, there's a secret scene and me and Gabler go on a boat ride and he was just – every button right here, dude, pushing them, every single one. <laughs> Repeatedly, too, bro. Like – no, not letting up, dog. Like pushing every single one of my buttons, bro. Like one, two, three, four, five, bro. And <laughs> just got all my nerves so heavy. Just was so bad. So we got back on shore, and the storyline was Ellie and Janine thought that he thought that his idol was not valid anymore, so he wasn't gonna play it. And we, I, you know, me and I told Gabler that they thought that, and you know, that was like the whole thing. So I got off the boat, and Ellie came up. She's like, "How was that?" And I was like, "Gabler knows that his idol works." And Ellie was like, what? Oh, my gosh. I forgot to figure this out. Oh, my gosh. And then I was like, yeah, he knows that it works. He's going to play it next tribal. And then she was like, what? I was like, I know, man. And so then we were, like, going around. And I remember, like, an hour later, I was like, bro, who am I, like, working with here? Like, what am I doing? Why did I say that? So that was a big blunder. They didn't show that, though, because I guess I fixed it. I don't know. <laughs> well, Sammy, you brought it. you brought it up earlier. So let's get on to this. 
this mergatory and the challenge. And I'm going to just throw this out here. Uh, we talked about it a little bit before we went on air, but, and I've mentioned it before. I hate these giant boulders. We are asking for someone to get hurt. And not only am I building off of the conversation that I've had about these boulders and previous challenges. Now we have them literally going under and having to lift them over something. So now we're placing the, the castaways underneath the ball. And not only that, that, that can't make it fun enough. We now have them crossing each other's paths and literally pushing this giant rock or whatever it is into other people. We saw Carolyn get hit. I mean, kind of on Carolyn. She got hit multiple times. Like, girl, you got to get out of the way. But, I, you know, I hate to be that, like, person. But I, I hate to be, like, the safety blanket here. But is anyone else feeling this way about we should just retire these giant boulders? Nope. No? I'm going to, no. yeah, I, I Will, I want you to I want you to say your piece, man, and then I I gotta I gotta. So, I think, well, I, I my thing is is that we love how tough and rough Survival Australia challenges are, and we get a glimpse of the United States being rough and tough, and now we want to just stop the ball. I think honestly, like you, you go on Survivor, you expect to get hurt. You like some, you're bound. It's bound to happen, right? I think you know, that challenge, people should be a lot more careful. And, you know, people were because no one got injured. Right. Um, and I don't know. I think there's a lot worse challenges out there. And I, that, that did get scrapped. Right. And so I think the, the giant ball is just a lot. Of, it's just fun. You know, it's fun to watch. I like seeing it. I like seeing a giant red ball get rolled down. And Until it snaps someone's ankle and you see the bone sticking out because their ankle got stuck under well, this giant ball. I mean, we've people have gotten hurt on nets. People have gotten hurt That's diving right. under mud things. Like, what, what was her name? Court, Courtney just got hurt going down a net. Like she like broke her wrist or something yeah, like moved. that. Yeah. You know, man, I got to say. Randy, I, I, although I do appreciate that, you know, you're looking out for the player's safety. Man, it's like Wilson. That's what Survivor's about, man. It's about oh, yeah. it's about when the freak else are you going to have to dig out a big boulder and then now push it over. I was shocked. When I saw how tall that thing was, I oh, was yeah. like, okay. Giant. How, do they, how are they going to – do they have to push it over? I was like, do they go around that? Do they have to go underneath? Like, And then I saw they had to push it over. Dude, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, man, like – this is the kind of stuff that really gets you going. Like, I get, I get where you're coming from, but I also don't at all, to be honest. Because <laughs> no, that's the, totally end, like the puzzle, like getting to the end and just doing the puzzle. There's really no sense of like digging. Urgency. This, you know, like I, yeah. people can say what they will about oh Jeff Pro's metaphors, but really, when you're digging, you really got to dig, man. And it's at, at the at the end yeah. of the day, like you're fighting for a, a buff and a little bit of food, and like. The fact that it's so so big scale, they got these ramps, they got these ropes, they got mm -hmm. this thing, like the big large scaleness of it makes it that much more you you re you really see who wants it, who doesn't. You know, like Josh covers a lot of basketball, man. Like you put a trophy in front of a lot of high school kids, like uh, in front of a tournament or whatever. I think that people are gonna play for a lot more than if it was just like a regular season game where they're gonna have 10 people show up in the stands. You gotta have and that's that. That leads to my next point. We're talking about mergatory. I. That's why I also like the mergatory. You're holding the bus over people's heads. Like, yo, six of you guys get these. Six of you guys don't. Yep. Let's see what happens. And people love to 
talk about players that get screwed and like you know all that stuff like oh it's not fair that they're not on the jury why does everybody I mean, think survivor has to be fair bro it's not fair for one why does and everybody think it has to be has- fair Everyone still has the exact same opportunity. I mean, win the challenge. And I will add something to the mergatory here in a minute. I, I do want to say you guys make great points. Jay does have my back. Seriously, Randy, I cringe every time I see those boulders. I'm always worried that someone will get crushed by a boulder rolling back on them, especially when they're digging them up. So yeah. I got one friend out here, but I mean, Jay, it seems like we're being overruled. I mean, you guys make great points. I do. I'm kind of being a hypocrite because I do sit here every day and talk about survivor australia and how yeah. they are literally almost killing people over there and i'm like why can't we see more of that like so, <laughs> just, I mean, just like, I don't do it with it. boulders i do have yeah. i have two quick questions for sammy while we're yeah, on the, concept of the challenges here sammy obviously we saw this week another puzzle that clearly carson has done that's it home. i've that. actually yeah. also done that puzzle and a printed out version of it uh, that somebody brought to a watch party are you pro or con using the same puzzles to, so that people can practice on them at home. I'm pro, dude, because uh, at the end of the day, here's the deal. Carson did the puzzle not knowing that that was going to be a puzzle that was used. He assumed, like, okay, maybe they'll use this before. That just goes back to what do you do to prepare for this show? There's not a lot of things that you could do. You could work out, you know, put on a little bit of fat, put on a little bit of muscle, and, you know, maybe do some balance drills. But the game is so unpredictable, you don't know what to prepare for. It's not a marathon. It's not a Spartan race. You don't know what's in front of you, what's ahead of you. And so I think anybody that's against, oh, you know, like anybody printing out a puzzle and practicing it, um, yo, Carson went online, downloaded the, the thing, the format PDF to do the puzzle, and he did the puzzle in real life. Like, I don't know about y'all, but, but I mean, that's pretty cool to me. I'm, the fact that I'm he was able to torn. print I'm it out, I mean – that's pretty cool. It's like a it's like a nice like transition from like this is where I was, this is where I am, baby. Put that last piece in the puzzle. Whereas before you were doing it in your living room. So I'm all I'm all for it. I'm 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 torn on it. Before you ask your next question, Josh, I just want to throw it out there. Um, I've heard like well, I, I think it is cool. I want them to change it up. So I don't want to get to the point where there's a puzzle every single challenge that we can do at home. Uh, someone did, I did hear someone say, you know, the biggest complaint is, you know, maybe the resources aren't available to everyone. So again, we go back to the fair thing, which <laughs> survivor is not fair, but at yeah. the same time, I mean, you don't need a 3d printer. If, if you are and this was said, I have to give him credit. This was said on Rob has a podcast. Um, if you're in the casting process and you're going on the show, you can get these puzzles for like 20 bucks if you know you're going on the show, it's probably going to be worth it. I do think it's cool, like seeing someone like Carson be like, "Oh, I've done this. Get out of my way." We saw it a few seasons back with Evie, who's you know she put together a puzzle in seconds. Did we um, see this with Matthew this season too? Yeah, Matthew with the snake puzzle that he built in his backyard. So I <laughs> I do think it's cool as long as it's not every challenge. Let's so still mix it up a little bit. But you know, if every once in a while there's a reoccurring challenge that people yeah. have mastered. It's all part of the game. There's no reason that I don't think everyone couldn't be at home mastering these challenges. My, my, my second question to Sammy was going to be, like, when I watch a bunch of these challenges, I feel like there's a few things that I, from home, like, I would really want to try that. Like, one would definitely be jumping off the platform to grab the key out of midair. Yes. Uh, you know, there's a few of those that, like, they bring back. Was there one that you did in your season that you were like, oh, I've always wanted to try that at home, like running up the ramp wall or 
Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like this might sound kind of lame, but we in the snake puzzle there was a section in which we had to put the numbers, like we had to like roll the numbers, and then when we rolled the numbers, we like you pull the thing out once you get oh, the numbers. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's usually like at the end of a challenge, like when you find like when you finally get to the end. And it's so special. I thought it was six, like pull that thing out and throw it on the ground and then cover the puzzle. So like that's kind of like, and that was yeah. like no, 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 that's, that's not that's, lame at all. No, that's like that's a like classic cool survivor. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, like on a bigger scale, I guess. Um, like just looking at it and be like, dude, that's a freaking classic. Um, I thought I had one of the seasons I had watched before I left was Second Chances Cambodia, Ooh. and there was a ski ball one where they had to fit the the um the balls in little divots on a platform. And we did like the same thing, but it was like harder, kind of like you had to land the ball and had to stop on the top. So we had the oh yeah yeah thing. yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, I'm maybe biased because I actually was able to win that one for my tribe, but I thought that was also cool. The, the thing, and that's kind of just what I'm getting at is like Carson was watching this at one point in time, and then fast forward, like he's out there, like boom, 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 like knocking out the pieces. Killed I think it. it's a cool thing. I think it's cool because I'm because I was in the same shoes. I'll give you my my three that I would really really quickly that I would want to try if I was out there, and not all of them have been brought back recently. But one would be any type of giant catapult, anything where you <laughs> got to like pull something back and let like I any one of those giant target ones. Two would be on the receiving end where they have they they haven't done this one in a while where you have like two pairs out in the field and somebody launches like a coconut or something and they have to like run out and grab it with a oh, net. Yeah. Uh, I think Oz was really good. And the third one I've always wanted to try for some weird reason is the like slip inside side one where they like cover the tarp with Vaseline and you have to like run out and grab a, a ball or a key and then mm-hmm. get to the end and like throw it up into the hoop. Do you know what one challenge I've always wanted to compete in? And Sammy, I think you would know this challenge too because you just watched Second Chances. But the one where Jeff Probst gives you a story and it's like held at night and you have to like go answer oh, the yeah. questions where Fishback lies Blast. to Abby Maria. <laughs> Classic challenge, like, dumb challenge, but classic challenge. I've always wanted to do that one. No, I'm just, one too. I'm just practicing the last gasp every single day, preparing for when I have to nearly <laughs> drown <laughs> out there in the ocean. We do not say, everyone, that's a joke. Do not be doing that at home. Just sticking oh. your head in the sink or something. But hey, yo, yeah. last gasp, bro, is so overrated, man. I hate last gasp. <laughs> you don't like that challenge? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it was so hard, bro. Oh my gosh, it's Survivor. I've ever done in my life. You had to be rough and tough. Oh uh, man, how how long did you last life. again, Sammy? What's that? How long did you last again, dude? Like thirty minutes, maybe. Hey, that's and still that's pretty. As soon as I, eh, it's not that impressive because Owen and Carlin <laughs> went for three hours. But bro, um, uh, yeah, like I saw Gabler go out, and I was like, all right, dude, I'm done. I was like, I'm not the first one. I'm good. Uh, that thing, bro. Man, tough. Would really you tough. say, now that you have experience doing it, would you say that has to be one of, if not the toughest challenge Survivor's ever done? I don't know, man. Because like, I don't like speak. Like, I don't like generalizing. Like, I've I haven't done. That's fair. I haven't done a, a bunch of, of things, yeah. you know. But I, I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Like, I personally think that that was pretty tough. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a swimmer. How do you get tougher? I'm yeah. not really a good reference point because I don't swim and I don't like the water very much. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was, like, the worst person for that. But, like, I still think it was – yeah. I mean, I put it up there. It, psycho- it. Psychologically, it has yeah. to be up there. Oh, dude. oh yeah. I, right? I think the hardest is still the 11-mile walk from Guatemala. 
was that wasn't that like their opening challenge like wasn't mm-hmm. that what they and like four people nearly died yeah they rough. they had like everyone falling on the ground but uh mm-hmm. okay so we've talked about the immunity challenge we talked about josh's elimination here i want to get into some of these other players before we take a break here uh i'm gonna bring it up again let's bring up the matt and franny talk because we are now at the merge and these two are these two lovebirds are still in the game they are they are cuddling in the shelter all alone. We literally see people kind of sleeping on the other side. I don't know. I don't know where they were at at the time. They might have been on the beach, but they were cuddling. They were kind of discussing that. Hey, are you telling people we're working together? No. Are you telling people? Good. Maybe we should keep it that way. In general, and I usually don't want to make, you know, predictions super far ahead because mostly because I'm always wrong about them. How how longer do we think this duo can succeed in the game? Seeing that their relationship seems to be getting stronger and stronger. I will say we haven't had a survivor kiss moment where we've seen them kiss or anything like that. But I, I feel like, you know, you see them cuddling. People have to start to notice that these two are, I mean, they already noticed back on Soka. They already knew oh, that yeah. these two were close. So how much longer can we expect this Matt and Franny train to keep on going down the tracks? The they train of love seen. can chug as long as you want it to, bro. Listen, man, <laughs> here's the deal. The deal is they're doing a really good job. Well, are they really good to stretch? I think they're doing a pretty decent job though. <laughs> At keeping it under wraps, okay? Yeah. Like, we saw on Soka, um, Jamie was kind of like the target. Manny and Frat, Manny and Frat, <laughs> Freddie and Matt were not uh, at that point. And so, you know, we see in the preview that Lauren notices that there's, you know, a little something going on there. But me personally, I'm a lover, man. I love, I love, love. <laughs> I think, I, I think would, we totally should call them Manny and Frat from now on. Yeah, I, I agree, frat. and I'm putting I'm what doing, you do, man, Manny. like a little Manny frat, man. Like, no, I, but I, I totally agree with kiss. Sammy. I think, um, I think they could be under the radar. Sorry. No, go ahead, man. Yeah, no, I, I'm also, I'm wondering, like, if okay, maybe the people realize there's like a little flirty thing going on, but if they don't quite realize that these two are like really, really tight, I think it's possible. I think, well, but I, because Soka knows, right? We we know that, but. And I would say all it takes for Soka to tell the other people that they're together for them to. But after what we saw tonight with how everything transpired with Carolyn trying to tell people about Josh's idol and no one believing her, I think they could make a deeper run. I think I still think, honestly, Matt is going to get sniped in like two episodes. Probably they're like, all right, let's just vote out Matt. You know, why not? It's going to be Franny. I mean, that would be the ultimate moment if franny turns on matt franny could listen man dude i'm saying like that would be like a love story man like like you're smiling like you're in love man (laughs) then you sneak off you go around the back side and you take the knife and you just put it right in the side of the heart (laughs) i mean tears would be flying oh i mean you you talk about like when sierra voted out her mom that was a legendary (laughs) moment now you have fran Franny, no, it wasn't. What are you talking about? That was Dude, like she was going regardless. I don't know why everyone is like assuming that this is like the greatest move in Survivor. She voted out her mom. Oh my god, she was gone regardless. Like, see, it's still she still, she still voted for her mom. Yeah, she had to vote. Her. I mean, she didn't have to vote for her man. That was. Would you I mean, ever write your? Would you write your mom's name down? Absolutely. Yeah, my mom would be terrible. My name down. 
<laughs> maybe, no, maybe dude, I, I would, my mama, she know how to cook rice, man. Neither would I her out. mom. So, we, so Sammy and I that? are not voting our moms off. It's basically what we're Actually, Sammy, real quick, my mom says hi, by the way. She was a huge fan. Oh, your mom says <laughs> hi, Will? Yeah. No, she says, says hi to you. Uh, oh, yeah. Me and, me and your mom, we've been we've been talking for a while, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Over. All right, she's a fan of uh, she's a fan of me, man. I know that. <laughs> that Fun might be one of the. I was long. Hi, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god, this is incredible. Um, how do I even get this back on the on the tracks? Oh, also, what Sammy said about um, like the train of love will keep on going. Whatever you said there, I'm gonna play it back. That's going on a t-shirt, and I'm going to give you all the royalties. That's incredible. <laughs> and on the back, we're just going to have the picture of you and Will's mom. It's what we're <laughs> great. That's great. You know, I, do, I do think they're doing a good job. I think Manny uh, – yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah. Franny and Matt, I think they are doing a great job. I think that they are um, both very aware of, of what a relationship in the game can do. And they're both very smart players. And uh, I just I, – I so far am I'm very impressed with the way that they've been able to handle the situation. And, Last you know, thing. Last thing I'll yeah. say about them is what Jay says here. Swore that Matt was going to say he was going to give up immunity to Franny when he paused after saying, if I were to win immunity, I'm going to, I was thinking the exact same thing. Damn. I was like, this man is about to hit the ultimate simp level right here. I, like, <laughs> first, first, there? They both like each other. They're, yeah, yeah man. He's going to give up immunity. Franny's like, still into him to be fair. I mean, bro, for, would Franny do the same thing for him? I think no. so. How did how'd that work out for Eric? I, I'm just saying, but uh, Eric, was it, bro. Eric was surrounded by a bunch of cougars, man. He couldn't do nothing. <laughs> or Brandon uh, Hans. I think the, the thing other, with I think yeah. with the thing with the two of them is they're both survivor fans, and I think they're good players. And I think that while they've realized, hey, we like each other here, and this could be something out of the game. I don't think either of them are gonna are letting it get to them to the point where it's going to blind them to, oh, I might be the target this week. I need to make a move. So I, I will say, I don't rank Matt. I like Matt. I do, and I know I always say that before I dog on someone. I don't <laughs> think Matt is necessarily the greatest player. I do think Matt is going to have a blind spot, and I do see Matt going out early. At the same time. I see Franny making a really deep run, especially especially if Matt gets cut, and especially even more so if Franny both doesn't vote for Matt, it wasn't a part of the blind side, and is able to recover, because then she has Matt as her like number one jury vote, right? And that could you know Matt will support Franny, and you know when other people go to the jury. But I, I feel like every time we see Matt, the his best moments are always correlated to Franny. And I feel like we only talk good about Matt because Franny talks good about Matt. And we hear Franny talk about him. When everyone else talks about Matt, and I think the way Matt just kind of carries himself, he's very just relaxed. And I, I love I love that, right? But I think this season is shaping out to be a very crazy and hectic shit show. No offense. And so I don't think Matt is the best player for that. I could be wrong, but that's just my opinion. Two other players that I wanted to point out, and I'm going to kind of loop them into one here, is what are we thinking about Carson and Carolyn's games? Because I think they're at two different points. I think Carson has a lot of opportunities of how he wants to move forward. We saw his relationship 
with Kane get a little bit stronger when he made the decision to go and tell Kane your name's coming up. And Brandon even said, you made a dumb choice there, Carson. And he just kind of played it off like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. But it looks like they have a great relationship, that kind of like glasses alliance, whatever they, they want to call it. Um, but it seems like Carson is also possibly close with Brandon. We saw that Jam Jam and Carolyn and him kind of got back together and talked about getting this Three Stooges Alliance back going. Um, and then on the other side of that, Carolyn and Jam Jam's relationship are, is is still very rocky. And outside of that, I don't know Carolyn's best path moving forward. I know she's a very popular castaway for a lot of people. You either love her or you hate her. I know one of my close friends, he can't stand her. Uh, but I, I, I'll say that, like, I'm worried. I would love to see Carolyn for inter entertainment purposes make it far into the game. But mm. I'm starting to see she might be running out of options because she even told everyone it's not real. She told him the full story. He got the beads from our tree mail and they just kind of waved it off. Much like you were saying, Sammy with Brandon and Danny the week before how they just didn't even act like she was there. They kind of just mm -hmm. waved her off. Didn't listen at all. And said, well, he could have one. So it seems like people are kind of ignoring her, not taking her seriously. And I don't know her best path forward. And she also was the only person tonight that wasn't in on the vote and, or maybe she wasn't, she just threw a vote on Kane to make another option if someone played an idol, but she was the only person who didn't vote for Josh or Jam Jam. So uh, I'll start with you, Will. You can take whichever side you want to talk about here, but Carson and Carolyn are in very interesting positions. So I get mad sometimes because I we are able to see how great of a player Carolyn is. because, And I love... I love everything about Carolyn this season. And I think each episode, I like her more and more because I like how she's very emotional as a person, right? And she has a huge story going into it, but she's not letting her emotions dictate how she plays the game, right? Because she's able to play very reserved, not telling people about her idols or advantages. And I think even though no one takes her seriously, I think she does have options because I don't think... The problem is no one sees her as a threat, Right. And that works both for her and against her. It works for her because I don't think people are going to target her over anyone else. It works against her because she's not able to have enough wiggle room. However, I think Carolyn also would work really good in smaller numbers. So I think Carolyn could just lay low for a bit. No one's going to target her. She just has to work on her bonds. And I think she could make I think she can win. Straight up. Um, and I, I think her relationship with Jam Jam, it's rocky right now, but Jam Jam, we saw him be a little paranoid today. So I think Jam Jam is willing to go back to Carolyn just to have just have someone, right? Because who else does Jam Jam have, right? On the flip side, though, I'm not the biggest Carson fan. In fact, I would go as far to say that Carson as a character, not, not as a person, Carson seemed like a really nice guy, holding nothing against him. Just as a character and from a viewer standpoint, he's probably my second least favorite Wow, uh, overall. I'll say that, right? But he's playing a good game. I think he's playing too strong of a game, though. And I feel like Carson knows what he wants to do in the game. I don't know if he knows how to do it. Because I feel like Carson, he, he's trying to please everyone, right? Like, we saw him trying to reconnect with Sarah back in, like, episode two. And how Sarah barely, like, just responds to it, right? We have Carson trying to tell Kane about the, uh, the vote going to his way. And how Kane reacts and how that has a negative implication 
I think Carson is just going to overplay, and I think he's going to get like seventh or sixth. Oh, Sammy, you had some some strong dagger eyes going right at Will there. Disagree with this Carson as- assessment? Well, yep. he just spoke of me, bro. He just uh, he just said <laughs> overplaying, overplaying and screwing yourself and getting out at seventh or sixth. I mean, that's just me to a T. So I was like, Will, hey, are you um, trying to piss off our guest here? No, right, no. <laughs> Will, I, I, uh, so just there was a lot that was just said right there. I just wanted to like just really quickly note a couple things, like. First thing is, um, you know, Randy, you mentioned, like, you want to see Carolyn stick around, like, for entertainment purposes. I personally want to see Carolyn stick around because she's playing the game the best out of anybody else right now. Mm, and it's, it's it's refreshing to watch somebody that uh, can be themselves and be good at the game at the same time. So I want to see Carolyn stick around for a number of reasons. Um, Carolyn's what the show has needed for a long time. That's just all I'm going to say about that. Um, as far as Carson, Carson's playing an incredibly strong game right now. And I honestly don't see any, you know, as opposed to Will, I don't really see a downside to it because Carson is able to manage, like you said, you did say, you did say he's able to manage, you know, his emotions. That is such a powerful thing in this game, especially for somebody so young as him, because you saw it with Brandon. He messed up in Brandon's eyes by telling Kane something that he probably shouldn't have. And what did Brandon say? He didn't say, listen, bro, I don't know about that. And go around and start telling people what did Carson what did Carson do? Why'd he do that? He said, Carson, bro, come on. What are you thinking? And then Carson hits him with, the, oh, dude, my bad. Carson <laughs> is in everybody's camp right now. Carson's in everybody's camp right now. And he just gained the trust and respect of Kane. When Kane is going to go back to camp a little bit upset after getting a couple votes, Kane knows who to trust because Carson told him what was going on. And in that same breath, Carolyn votes for Kane. Carson's good with Carolyn. I don't think Carolyn voting for Kane was her being left out at all. I don't think that was the case. I think she was just throwing the vote on. And, you know, and on top of all all of that, I think Jam Jam is also playing a strong game. I actually disagree with you, Will. I actually disagree that he was paranoid. I think he was very calm and cool under pressure and that he handled knowing that his name was out there very well. I thought that his conversation with Danny and Matt was very interesting. I thought once again, we saw a little bit of like, I, I saw a little bit of questionable things on Danny's end when he says, I'm going to go with what they said. And then, uh, oh, yeah. you know, if I was you, I wouldn't be worried about talking to us. I was, I thought, bad, bad. I would, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I, I don't understand the, the point in saying that, but I thought Jam Jam handled it very well. Red. Okay. They're not, t- they're not telling me what I want to hear. I need to go talk to other people. And so dude, we're seeing, this is my point is like, dude, we're seeing a lot of, yeah, like these are more emotional people. But dude, there's a lot of calculation that's going into these things that they're doing and yeah. it's very it's very very exciting to watch. So Josh, before before oh, well, you have something else here? Oh, uh, no, I just want to defend myself real quick, Sammy. <laughs> I I am the biggest Jam Jam fan in this podcast. I think the only reason why I said he was a little paranoid was just starting it by just saying, "Yeah, guys, I think it's me." Instead of just saying, like, I think I think just that alone just gave a negative connotation for the rest of the conversation, right? But I I love Jam Jam more than a- anyone else. I'm the biggest Ooh. Jam Jam fan. Hot, hot take, but it, it, it might take. be true. Uh, Josh, before we go to break here, uh, is there anything you want to add on Carson and, and Carolyn's games that you might have noticed this episode? I just want to add that Jam Jam has been in my car, so... Ooh, oh! Oh, baller, so... Um, <laughs> no, I... Uh, I th- I mean, I mentioned last week that I think Carolyn 
is now my winner's pick. I think she's going to, I think the fact that they're showing that people don't really respect the game she's playing. I think they're, le- I think they're editing the path towards her getting to the end and then being able to be like, I did all these things and nobody ever took me seriously, but I was playing really well the whole time. And that the jury will be like, Oh shit, we fucked up. Carolyn played really well. Um, I also think Carson's playing really well. I don't know if anybody's playing poorly at like, I thought Josh maybe with, you know, just, his his web of lies was maybe the only thing that was that was that just from a viewer's perspective we could really be like i don't know if that was the greatest idea but they were also just again the editors setting us up for that i was actually and i i know i feel like i just keep asking sammy questions but hey he's the only one of us here who's actually played survivor that's very fair point sammy <laughs> let's say you know you're in the merge i know this is kind of a tough question but let's say you're not privy to all the conversations right like let's say you're out there and you're only able to sort of see the perception of people in challenges and and the converse you know the, the public conversations who at this point would you be looking at and being like they're the biggest threat they're someone i want to get out of this game early i would have immediately turned my sights towards jam jam because the guy is hilarious he's charismatic he's personable and listen man anytime you're at tribal and your answers can make everybody laugh or smile or any of that you have to look at that and be like dude they're going to sit in the same chair down the road and make us do this on the jury bench. You have to examine things like that. You have to think, dude, this guy, is a, he's a great talker. It doesn't really matter if he doesn't do anything the rest of the time. He's an excellent talker. He's hilarious. He's charismatic. That's who I would have turned my sights towards because people like that are very dangerous. On that side note, though, People like that are also so much fun to be around. People like Jandrum are so much fun to be around. And it gets so depressing out there. So I don't know how – I don't know. I would have had a hard time handling that. Where, where would you put – I'm just curious because we've seen like Danny in a lot of these early challenges has been like sort of a challenge beast in these team challenges. Like where would you – you know, how would you be viewing him going into the merge? Danny's the same way, man. Like I, I, I think that – I think I would – I would uh, – I think I want to save Danny for a little bit longer down the road. I think he'd be an easier vote to vote out down the road. If I was if I was with Danny, I'd be like, man, like this guy is the perfect meat shield that you can just put right in front. He's probably going to win a couple immunity challenges. 100%. He'll be fine. Because we saw he didn't get his name brought up at all. I wonder if that's the same thinking that people are having, but it also could just be social bonds that he created back on Soka. I wonder well, if, like, because there used to be the with with trial challenge beast, right? People be like, "Oh my god, what if this person ran off five, six, seven in a row, and then we can't do anything about it?" But I feel like in this era of Survivor, people understand that the challenges are varied enough, and there's enough people out there that are good at challenges that the likelihood that any one challenge beast is actually going to win three, four, five in a row to the point where then you can't eliminate them at any point is pretty unlikely. Yep. I, I also just don't see Danny as that big of a challenge beast compared to, I think, I honestly think. No, Brandon, I think he's, he's athletic. He's strong. I think, he's smart. I, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. He's got the balance yeah. part of it. I think Danny is, is set up to be a, a terrific and challenge beast. I, th- I throw Carson in the mix too. I was going to say, Danny. I'm thinking Carson or Brandon. I would, I would, I would take, listen, that's the crazy thing is, I would take Carson. I maybe would take Carson over Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carson has I mean, got it going on, man. You seen his bicep? He's also right? mental. Carson got. See, here's the. Okay, so Carson like clearly bulked up for Survivor, <laughs> yeah. but Danny's like a natural athlete, and I don't know. Yeah. If that, 
Like I don't know but, if Carson. But I also think athlete. you know. I don't know. I, I could think be Carolyn could be good at these things. Too. I mean, I know she has like. I think <laughs> Carolyn could balance a ball on the Did you did you not hear athlete. Brandon? Brandon's like you obviously have not proven yourself in challenge. Yeah, <laughs> I, think Franny, that area. I think Franny. I think Franny could be a challenge beast. I think anybody. It's crazy. Franny it, at the end, yeah. Definitely going to depend on which challenges they they use. But hey, everyone, go ahead and leave your questions that you may have in the comments down below. Because when we come back, we are all going to sit around the fire and answer some of your questions. I already got a question lined up for Sammy that someone has left in the comments. And also, we are going to talk about who we thought was the player of the episode. So, gentlemen, we have a just a couple ads here that gives you some time to think about who was the player of the episode. We will be right back. My name is Jonah Fielko, and I'm the CEO of Bracketology.tv, fantasy sports for reality television. We offer fantasy games for shows like The Bachelor, Survivor, Big Brother, RuPaul's Drag Race, and Counting. You start by creating a community. Within your community, you can create a fantasy league for each show that you want to play fantasy games for. Within the league, you can choose up to three of our four game types, and our most popular is the Advanced League. Choose a team of contestants, and depending on what they do and say during the episode, that's how your team will gain or lose points each week. We also have elimination-style games, like our confidence pool. This is where you choose how confident you are that each contestant will survive elimination that week. And we've also got March Madness-style brackets. Come back a couple hours after the episode to check your scores and watch you climb the leaderboard. Bracketology is free to play, so grab your friends, your family, your coworkers, and head to bracketology.tv for more info. If you are a survivor, if you are a survivor geek like I am, you should tune into our show on Survivor Now every single Friday. My name is Tegwood, and my friend David and I come out with Survivor Social every single Friday. Now, what is Survivor Social? Great question. That is a great question. Essentially, we break down literally everything in the episode that you just saw on Wednesday. We go through point by point what happened, what didn't happen, what they showed, what they didn't show, what we wanted to see, pretty much everything. But it's all around the social game. We are big Survivor geeks. Are you a Survivor geek? Because if you're living, listening to Survivor now, you probably are. Um, we just kind of want to know how the social aspect of the game goes into the greater sense of Survivor and the winners and everything about that. So we break it down. We break it down with just us two sometimes, but also we have some really amazing guests, like our friends, also fellas Survivor geeks, but also past Survivor players are breaking down with us. It is so much fun, fun. So every single Friday, tune in to Survivor Social because it is a 10 out of 10. I will see you there. I'm gonna have to gonna have to change that ad because Survivor Social is actually going to start going live starting tomorrow. Uh, David is out again this week, but Tegwith will be there with her friend Matt to discuss all things social gameplay in terms of what we saw in the episode today. So before we get into, um, I played the wrong thing. Before we get into the player of the episode here. I do want to talk about the preview that we got for next week's episode. Josh, did you, I know you were finishing the episode right as we were about to go on air. Did you see uh, the preview for next week? Yeah. The fact that uh, Jeff said something about not having a vote or not having a choice to 
pick who my guess is he was talking to one person like, oh, if you lose this challenge first out, doesn't have a vote kind of thing. I'm assuming it's not going to be whoever gets eliminated this week is totally up to chance. That's what I'm thinking as well. I'm thinking it's if you are the it's either going to be if you're the first one out of the challenge, you don't get a vote tonight because we know Survivor loves taking votes away now. Or I could also see you can sit out of this challenge for this reason or whatever. But if you sit out, then you cannot participate in the vote. Like I can maybe see that. I was just the only thing that scared me is maybe they're bringing back the what was it called? Um, do or die. The, I think. Yeah, the do or die twist, which I, I I don't think that's likely because Jeff literally said that that was kind of they got rid of that after was it just one season or two? I already forgot. Two. Two. two seasons. So we haven't we didn't see it in season forty three. Hopefully they they toss that, but that that would be <laughs> my best guess as well. Sammy, do you have any other? guess about what it could be possibly when jeff was like i can't even remember what he fully said basically you will have no say in the vote i would agree with josh he's probably just talking to one player i don't know if there's gonna be a big thing i'm excited to see what happens though i don't know oh yeah yeah they always keep us on our toes we know how jeff likes to throw in some wrenches there uh before we get into our fan questions i do want to uh go ahead and ask Who do we think was the player of the week? Last week we were talking about whether it was Jam Jam or Carson, I believe, was who we were discussing. Um, So, yeah, Sammy, I'll go right back to you, man. Who's getting Sammy's, like, stamp of approval this week? Who was the the player of the week? All right, man, so we got three options. First option, Carson. Beast on the puzzle. Beast – Going around, circulating information, amazing. Second one, I'm about to go with Jamie. Mm. I thought it was a little subtle, but I enjoyed. I enjoyed the way that she uh, kind of maneuvered around the island. You know, try to make little things happen. Third one is Jam Jam, for resilience and being able to stay out of real danger. Mm-hmm. And with that, I got to get my stamp. To Jam Jam, man. I got to get oh, Jam Jam. Wow. Jam Jam had an excellent week. I thought it was – I thought he was very cool under pressure. I thought he stayed in the pocket, so to speak, uh, sports-wise, and took the hit. And I was very impressed with the way that he was able to do that. I didn't – I thought you were going to go with Carson. That was my guess. It was his close. I, it's very close. I, but I was leaning toward – I mean – I, I can definitely see why Jam Jam might win. And it, it, it's funny we're talking about Jam Jam or Carson once again. I think I would lean towards Car- Carson uh, in particular just because I was so impressed with how, as you stated earlier, Sammy, he was able to go to uh, Kane and tell him where the vote was going. And then he told Brandon that he – or Brandon found out that he went to Kane. And from what we saw, Brandon kept it under wraps. And he was cool with Carson enough to be like, ah, bro, you shouldn't have done that. We didn't see him really tell anyone. I mean, he might have, but also the fact that Carson won the challenge for his his tribe or whatever you want to call it, his party, by just beasting the puzzle. I thought that Carson had a really good week, and I do think that Carson's in 
an incredible position moving forward if he can manage kind of all these alliances that he's in and pick one at the right time to kind of just stick with and go to the end with. Uh, Josh, Will, what are we thinking? I mean, Sammy gave you three incredible choices there. Or do you have someone else? I'm not arguing with Sammy. No, I I completely agree with Jam Jam. I I don't I just don't see the Carson hype. I don't because again he he did good with damage control, but there's a reason why it's called damage control because he caused damage. I don't like I get he already has trust with Kane, right? The only reason why trust wouldn't be there is if Carson was the one who was throwing out Kane's name and then someone told Kane because. If someone went to Kane and said, hey, your name is out, then Kane would just go to Carson and be like, Carson, is this true? And Carson would be like, yeah. And at that point, Carson would not get any of the blame for Kane knowing that he had uh, numbers going to him, right? And so when you cause this, it makes people question the uh, dynamics between Carson and Kane. It makes them seem really tight. And so that you, you would target a duo, right? I think, right? I don't know what's going on this season because Matt and Franny are still on the board, but I don't know. I, I think Carson is going to play a very strong game. I'm not denying that. I mean, Josh, I, before you give, before you give your answer, Jay says, I'll go out on a limb and say Kane. Cause he seemed to switch the vote from himself back to Josh. And then plus Kane used his social game with Carson to help save himself. So does <laughs> Kane deserve a little praise here for being able to completely flip the vote around? It seemed. No, no offense, Jay. McCain was not going regardless. Josh was always going, you know, because the only reason why the only way Kane would go is if Josh played an idol, which he never had. I mean, yeah, he did good getting votes onto Josh and Jam Jam, but, you know, it seemed like he really wanted Jam Jam gone and just didn't happen. So... Will was talking about Carson's damage control, but Will, damage control is like the name of the game on Survivor, right, Sammy? Like everybody, everybody's going to cause some damage. You're on a game where you're lying and deceiving people. The ability to da- control any negative feelings towards you is a key to moving on. But he, I thought, it was, I thought he handled it very well. I thought he handled it very well. And, you know, Will, I get, I, I get what you're saying. I do. Um, I just... Uh, I just personally think that Carson is in a pretty good spot, and and you know you did say it. You said you said he'll 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 play a strong game. I just um, don't know about longevity, that's as it. opposed to playing a winning game. You know that's 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 where you can ask questions. But mm-hmm. um, I think it's still very early, and I just think that so far we've seen only good things from Carson. True. So now we are going to gather up and do our last segment of the episode, which is. Uh, around the campfire. So if you guys have any last minute questions, go ahead and leave them in the comments for us. We have a few from the man himself has been keeping the chat alive tonight. Jay, we've got a, one for one for Sammy and then one in general about next week's episode. But if you guys have any comments, feel free to let us know uh, by leaving it in the comments below. So um, Sammy, first question from Jay. Do you see a bit of yourself in 20-year-old Carson as fellow 20-year-old Sammy? You were playing the middle in 43, just like him. You know, man, that's a great question. I actually did see that, like, on Tika when Carson was going back and forth between Helen and uh, Sarah and Jam and Carolyn. I thought that was a very interesting comparison. Um, You know, man, the bottom line is just 
I think Carson's a lot more controlled Nerdy. than I was, man. I was all over the place. I liked I couldn't hold everything in. Like I I literally was like getting giddy, like lying to people and like just making things up. And like I would literally like it would make me happy to lie. And Carson seems to be very calculated. I felt like I was very much more open and like, yo, like this is boom, boom. So I do see, I do see like some similarity there, but I think that the biggest difference between me and Carson is he's very more uh, controlled than I have been. <laughs> I, I would love to see that alliance though. I think a Sammy and Carson alliance, I think it could go really far in the game. Honestly, you have a little and bit I, of chaos I don't know, in there. Man. I, I think, I think we, uh, I think we got some potential. Uh, season w- forty six, when when they have returnees come back. Will, what were you well, gonna add? I was gonna say too, Sammy. I'm not saying this to be a suck up, but I so I was, I'm seventeen now, and I was during the season airing, and I was a huge fan of you just because um, I told everyone this earlier. But you, this is the first time where I'm closer in age to our guest than anyone else because <laughs> I'm, I'm turning eighteen next next week. So. You know, a two-year difference versus what Randy's like thirteen-year difference. That well, that is Will's nicest way of saying that Josh and I are old. Is what is what's yeah. going on there? Uh, the you other can't question tell from all my gray hair. <laughs> the other what's question, that do? Yeah. I actually have a lot. Of- yeah, I, someone pointed yeah. that out on me the other day. We were playing basketball, and my friends were literally like, "Yo, is that a gray hair?" And I, I think I smacked one of them like on the wrist. I was like, "Bro, get away from me! Like, don't! I will start freaking out right now. I will go to the store and buy just for men. I don't even care." Uh, Jay, yeah, I got all salt and pepper in here. <laughs> By the way, do you guys think there's gonna be a post-merge birdcage idol? Because in the preview, there seemed to be a scavenger hunt and a shot of a key in in a tree. We obviously also saw or we heard Kane say. Oh, it's like Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm, you know, finding these advantages or whatever. Uh, so yeah, that's another prediction thing that we didn't really talk about. Uh, so yeah, what what do we think here, guys? Are we? What's the key all about? Because we have another key that we're introducing this season. Throwing it in the ocean, honestly. I think that they're gonna plop a little something of power, and maybe oh. that's what Jeff was talking about. <clears throat> A little little knowledge is power. Is that I don't know, man. I don't know. (laughs) When it became public, it's going to be interesting because you see Kane is clearly like in a frantic like scramble, and so the way that they'll make it public, knowledge will be interesting. Mm -hmm. Josh, any any uh, predictions about the key? Yeah, my guess is a non-idle advantage. Yeah, it has. Yeah. The, the birdcage thing has been something that they were going with this season. It wouldn't surprise me at all to see an, one final one at the Merge Tribe. And, uh, I mean, they, they do have – well, maybe they don't have. They could have Matt's idol, and they could replant. Even if Matt took it home with him, maybe they could replant another one. Um, the last comment I'll say here is, Jay, Thanks for commenting all episode. Uh, Will is only 17. I'm shocked. He seems like he's 24 or something. Oh, thank you, so, man. No, I, I'm still I in high school. <laughs> I don't know when it's a compliment to uh, to say you look older, but yeah. So I mean, yeah. it helps me on the island <laughs> when I go. Sammy, I mean, <laughs> Sammy, who are who are you you rooting for? I guess is the last big question that I have for you. Who are you rooting for? Who do you want to see win Survivor 44? 
I wouldn't be mad if any of them won that's there right now. But if I had to jump on one train, I have board the most boarded train, the Carolyn train. Choo choo. <laughs> w take, man. Actually, same. Yeah. One more question for you. I ask all of our guests this. But let's say me, Josh, and Randy were on Survivor. Mm-hmm. Who who wins between us three? None of you guys would win. That is the best. That's that the best answer. Best. <laughs> yeah, I know. Placement. Yeah, is- I give you placement though. <laughs> All right, Josh. Easy final eight. Easy. Oh, I think final I eight. would I agree with that. Eight. He wants to make you know. Josh is. He, he has very big ears, man. He listens, and that's all you need is to listen to people. Very not very very easy. Randy, you could go one of two ways, man. Oh, you gosh. can be the second person out, or you could be the, the fire making champion. I think it go uh-huh. one of two ways. I think it's gonna depend on can you keep yourself from giving too many hot takes. <laughs> that's can you keep fair. yourself. Can you can you have the ears? Can you listen? I think you could do it. I think you could do it. Will the Sir, fan? Listen, man. You'd have to control the excitement a little bit. You'd have to do. Although you've said that you're not the biggest Carson fan, you'd have to be kind of like how he is being. You'd have to be controlled. And if you could do that, I think you could get. Sixth place. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's not somebody catches on to you. That is the best which, answer. Which, by the way, ever. seventh and sixth—that's where the greatest players of all time go out. I, I, I don't think I'm biased in saying that. So I think that's a fair. That, I don't know. That, so that is very fair. I mean, Josh, before we start the wrap up here, uh, you were the reason we got Sammy on the show. And I am so thankful that you put us in contact with Sammy to bring him on as a guest here. This will be the end of Sammy and my friendship. It was a good run. <laughs> Is there anything else? Like, you what did you drag me into? Here? Is there no, Sammy, I, I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. It was uh, it was a treat watching you on television. It's been even better, more of a treat getting to getting to know you. And I appreciate you coming on and dealing with three idiots talking about Survivor. For those of you guys that. don't know, Josh has actually helped me a lot with like what I'm trying to do for my career with sports writing. So I actually must um, say that Josh would win Survivor. Ah, uh, that wow. I would not. I can't swim. It wouldn't go well. He can't oh, man. swim. I, I will no. say. I mean, Sammy seemed to be a hit to to at least Jay. He says Sammy was great. <laughs> have him back on. So yeah. Well, I mean, we you always have an open invitation. But before I give the proper thank you, I want to go ahead and say. If you guys are enjoying this, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on Spotify, follow the podcast, leave us a rating. We greatly appreciate it. We've got some very exciting things lined up. We are currently in talks to try to get the remaining three castaways. I don't want to spoil anything, but three of the final four for Survivor Australia, Heroes versus Villains, we are currently in talks to get them on for their eventual exit interviews. So we're working on that. As always, Survivor Social is going to be incredible this week. Tegwith is joined by Matt. That will be tomorrow night. They are going live. Um, We've got some other fun stuff in the works, like we have a new season of Total Drama Island. They are rebooting that, that animated Survivor show. 
yeah, we will be having some fun covering that. So that's going to be a lot of fun covering uh, a survivor that we definitely know is fake. And that's the animated, <laughs> the animated one. Um, and then for the finale show, this is good. Everyone except for Will, I believe. So myself, Teg with Josh and Abraham. Josh, correct me if I'm wrong. Will be in, nope, all good. Yeah, we will be in New York for Bryce and Wendell Presents the finale. It's a two-night thing. I don't know if we're all going to be on both at both nights. I know myself and Abraham will. Um, but yeah, so if you want to meet us, go out there. We're going to have some some fun stuff to give away. We're going to be interacting with the fans as well. And obviously, it's going to be an incredible time just watching the finale. Uh, Sammy, do you have, before we let you go here, do you have anything in the works? And where can fans catch you on social media? Oh, uh, man. You know, I got the the muscles in the works trying to get it back <laughs> in the gym. Um, you catch me on social media, Laoti.Sammy on Instagram. I don't use Twitter, so you could you could follow me on Twitter. It's I think it's Sammy Laoti. I don't use it, though. I really just – I'm not a fan of Twitter. Um you know, man, I uh, I got a couple things that I uh, I'm gonna keep under the wraps for now. But you'll see me, man. You'll see me out there. Oh, just just a little teaser. That's all they need. Just a little teaser. Well, Sammy, it has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, man. One of the I, I'll put it out there. I think the realest interview slash guest <laughs> we've had. It was awesome, man. You're not afraid to share your thoughts. And I love it. I loved every single second of the podcast today. Um, and you have an open invitation. If you ever want to come on with, as Josh, as Josh said, uh, shed, I can't talk. As Josh said, these three crazy people talking about Survivor. Um, so, yeah, thank you again, Sammy. And thank you to all of you at home who, who joined us and watched. And have a great night, everyone. We will do this again uh, next week. Peace and love, y'all. Don't skip leg day. Eat your greens and stay safe. Perfect way to end it. Absolutely perfect.